it looks like the storm's not clearing up. It looks like we'll have to cancel Christmas this year. Cancel Christmas? With all this snow, I'll never be able to navigate my sleigh. Oh man. Aww. Cookie? Not now, Bumble. Oh, ho, 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 Rudolph, your nose is so bright. Won't you guide my sleigh tonight? Of course, Santa. What? Yippee! Good shot, son. I think a meme is a communication device that really encapsulates a big idea down into just a little tiny sound bite that you just have to look at it and you grasp the essence of the whole thing. Okay, guys, welcome back to the Grand America Show. We are going to be chatting with Aaron Carver a little bit later, ATL Carver about his book, You're Imagining Things, and uh, all things Pepe, which is uh, a lot of fun lately, running around the internet. And a uh, friend of the show, Michael's here uh, for the intro, so he's going to probably chime in here and there as well. But first, as always, from the eternal Wanderer Dunlop. Hey, buddy. This is a good show we're, we're uh, doing the intro for here. That was fun with Pepe. It was a good one. Yeah, His name's not Pepe. I mean, with, it was about Pepe. <laughs> <laughs> with Aaron. But we had a listener send in this this uh, sort of blog, and then we decided that we should maybe have the guy that wrote the blog on, and we did it. Twitter, it was, we it was, tweeted it was him. a blast. Pepe Report. Yeah, it was, the, the, the synchros that happened in that, Michael, you'll have to listen to this one when it comes out. The synchros were crazy, just from this whole meme, the this whole meme synchros. magic. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Well, aren't synchros part of this meme's magic? Yes, yeah. definitely. I think that's the, yeah. That's you think? It. Now it's the, uh, I think, <laughs> I think show. I think now it's like a, it's almost like a tulpa. Yeah. It's the reincarnation of Keck in the form of some meme tulpa. Yeah, an internet meme. It's bound to happen. Who's balancing the fucking chaos of evil as well? He's a chaos magician that put Trump in charge. <laughs> We'll see how positive that is. Turns out, could be trouble. Yeah, time will tell. Yeah, did you hear that? Did you hear Trump's uncle was the one that found the uh, that took over the FBI files from Tesla? Really? Yeah. Oh yeah, I think I had heard that. Yeah, that was pretty crazy. There's some family connections that you don't hear about very much. Really? Huh. I'd so like he's kind of connected more than you think. He's but hey, a, that could be why he's got the FBI on his side more than... He's an Illuminati? No, just that his uncle, his family's, you know, been in there for a while, right? What's an Illuminati? I don't know. It's like a uh, Bilderberger. <laughs> Bilderberger. That's that, the same menu. It's, it's like a next-level Bilderberger. Those are the globalists that... Oh. Uh, the Bilderbergers are the Clinton. foot shoulders, yeah. I think. Oh, like Peter Thiel. Yeah, yeah. The, the NAFTA people. Oh, I see. Right. What, what was the other one? Foreign, Council on Foreign Relations? Yeah, maybe. 
That's uh, that all started in the early nineties. When Let's did the Bilderbergs first come around? Do you like think the sixties? I think or the fifties? Yeah, because yeah, it's been it, a while. Was it that long ago? Yeah, we just didn't find out till. Well, just you know, the internet, right? I think it was fifty-two. Yeah, I think it was fifty-two. Fifty-two. Hmm. Oh, and then there's the other one. There's the Council on Foreign Relations, and the other one too. The, the Paul Hellier calls them the Three Sisters. Well, you were there at that lecture, Michael. What was that? The trilateral? Yeah, know? that's the, the other one, the trilateral commission. Nice. But those are all like sort of like the public foot soldier division of the Illuminati. I would think if you believe in the Illuminati. The reptilians? <clears throat> I don't know about that. So it's just like a parent corporation of evil? <laughs> exactly. I see. And the only thing to fight it is Pepe. <laughs> and chaos. <laughs> chaos. And chaos magicians. Yeah. Well, if you get too much order, you need chaos. That's right. And then you swing back. You, there's got to find the middle path. That's what it's all about, right? That's right. Ordering the yin and the yang. Yeah. I wonder what Fusco is saying. About what? Just everything? Everything in general know. these days. I should spend more time on Facebook. I don't know, but I do have a big geoengineering sort of weather modification segment, speaking of Illuminati and the... Puppet masters. You want to jump right into that? No, we can. You we can to, do. Let's, let's do to, some listener stuff you want first. To skip ahead right now. Yeah, let's let, let's suck people in first with some listener. Uh, I can. And now another edition of the Dry American Goodies by the people. All the people. Hey, why don't I uh, start off with some Instagram feedback? Because I'm going to read uh, Felix's postcard. Okay. That says, uh, hope you enjoy the photo of the faked moon landing. You think this one's faked? Is this Apollo 11? Apollo 11 was probably fake, but I think we went there. Felix Berto. So it says, um, Dear Darren and Graham, you guys hunkering down for the winter? In Wisconsin, we're getting ready for our first snow. I'm ambivalent... But I do bicycle to work every day, so that'll be a challenge. I'm looking to create a jingle for you guys. Do you have a special request for a theme to the jingle? Let me know. Live on air or email me the details. So this is live on air? Yeah, it is. Um, my life is full of synchros, so I love that part of your show. Here's a synchro. One day I found in a box on a curb a sample text book of Aristotle's philosophies. It had a matter a mate black cover. Matt. 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 Isn't there? Isn't it mate? <laughs> Doesn't it have the exante goo on the e. No. Oh, I was doing that part in French. <laughs> a matte black cover. I read a bit of it, but started to gain fear about the book's concepts. It had this powerful animism to it. At some point, I noticed that the UPC code on the back had the number 666 in it. Well, I got rid of the textbook by placing the book on a shelf at the communal library at my workplace. I used to work at a call center with upwards of 200 cubicles in it. From day to day, you could sit wherever you please for the workday. On three or four occasions, I discovered that random co-workers would be sitting next to me, directly next to me, with that spooky textbook in their cubicle. <laughs> it was like the book was following me. Spooky stuff. Felix Berto. I won't do last names. Thanks, Felix. Actually, <clears throat> I think he puts in brackets there. What is 
Berto. Okay, so, yeah. Yeah, thanks. Maybe I've said Jingles. too much. What do you think? Like, we need a jingle for, like, YouTube comments and Instagram comments or something. Maybe, like, a social media jingle or something like that. Yeah, we need a support jingle. Oh, a thanks support, jingle. too. Yeah, thanks. Uh, what else? You need new jingles. Just Maybe just need You should new have, jingles. like, a dozen for each of the ones you have, you know? That's yeah, right. that's true. So you don't have to keep playing. I mean, they're great. Whoever's doing your jingles is amazing. Mostly random. Or some, a lot of five or two. But some of them are just really right on. Yeah, and they always the songs head. are good too. Yeah, and, they and stick things in your that head poke fun at Graham. It's hard to do because of his thick, oily skin. That's right, <laughs> slippery, <laughs> slippery when wet. <laughs> so, uh, do you want to rate that one? Um, did he donate? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. He's gonna do a jingle. Uh, if he gives us a jingle, it'll be like a seven. It's kind of a creepy one. Oh. I wouldn't have given it a seven. 6.3? 5.7. What else you got? Your turn. Okay, I got some feedback. So this is, yeah, this is from our episode uh, with Nitin Adsul, our last episode on... Nitin the Kitten. Kundalini. And uh, he's the co-founder of Life Force Academy. And this is from uh, one of our followers on Instagram, Mr. Owl Lives. He says, wow, that is so full of goodness and light. And I hate to be the dick, Graham. And then he says, you in brackets. But you guys have been pushing a lot of this whole spiritual and light frequency and energy, wholeness and mindfulness shit. I'm not pushing that shit. I've reached my limit, Graham. Seriously, it is a bunch of non-verifiable crap that you're espousing and entertaining. Oh, Sure. The kundalini energy swept up my spine and intertwined with my asshole and digestive tract and then masturbated me. <laughs> it was a life-changing experience. You got to pay extra for that, though. That's just it. It's in their heads. It cannot be recreated in another person without years of study. No. Under their tutelage, no doubt. Let me put it bluntly. I've been skipping whole episodes of this new age bullshit while you are clearly skipping fluoride and taking vitamins and coffee <laughs> enemas. And who God knows what else to save to serve yourself. Deny? Okay, it's all on tape. <laughs> Just let me inform you of one thing. You don't know shit. Eat eat up this horse shit, it'll taste like it. There's nothing practical here and I don't need to listen. Here's how it is. Life is a school and it is damn difficult. In looking for shortcuts, you will be fraught with frustration. See it through without a fight, and you will see true growth. That is why we are here. And then he he responds to somebody else. In other words, suffer. No more groan because no more growth becomes before suffering and pain. No shortcuts. We choose our pain before we come here. Live it. Accept it. No matter how difficult. Until the finish line. I hope you share this with Darren because y'all need to hear it. These fucks have luxury to live like they do, teaching no real practical approach to modern life. I say I'm a dick, and this is my favorite podcast, so ban me or whatever. I can't take this excrement anymore. Be up to the work. Sincerely, Mr. Owl. <laughs> Mr. Owl's a regular. He's been around for a long time. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, but well, has it been I mean, new age? Really, no, no, not really. 
It was. Well, it's, it's been throughout, but not recently by any means. But, mm-hmm. but yeah. you know, it's funny because his little philosophy is kind of Buddhist-like, really. Accept it and just suffer and take the pain, accept it, and live it till the till the finish line. It's pretty much like kind of Buddhism, you know. Acknowledge it, and it goes away. Once you acknowledge it, it goes away. The suffering goes away. That's yeah. That's more the Buddhism part. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the old age was a new age in the old days. So I responded to him and gave him, you know, a little you gave piece him some battle. You think he was serious? It sounded like he was just playing around. I thought it was serious. Really? <laughs> like I can, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm from New York, so I'm good Michael at. Michael put some perspective on things. I'm sarcasm like, oh, maybe was, not. <laughs> sarcasm was normal, you know? Yeah, it was pretty funny. I don't know. It sounded more sarcastic. Yeah, well, geez. Now I feel like a real tit. <laughs> you think he was fucking with you? I don't know. I don't. I I could go either way. Yeah, I have. It had, was a great. T- it was a great note, anyways. Regardless, when podcasts or shows or something go religious, typically Christian, super Christian, all of a sudden, I don't have anything against it. It's just like it kind of rubs me kind of a weird way. Yeah, I've never really had. I got kicked out of Bible school when I in first grade or something. I asked the wrong. I asked three questions, and that was it. I was out. So, <laughs> do you remember what they were? It was all about Job. We were reading Job. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, they're just like, tell us more out, about that. Get out, you Satanist. I want to know how no, I got no, no, kicked no. out of Bible school from no. the three. Ask, ask me the questions three, and the other side you shall see. And then Michael asks, "Get out." <laughs> yeah, I was in Virginia, so it was pretty Bible belty, you know. And they just didn't like questions. Well, what did you ask? And I've like, always asked questions. I don't know, dude. I was six. Like, I just remember it being about Job. But anyway, the point is, I could see someone being like, you know, maybe not new agey. But I think all the things you talk about are totally up. Oh, which, by the way, I went to see my... Uh, um, Psychic? No, no. Um, Doctor? Craniosacral. Oh, yeah. 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 She's learning biodynamics. Oh, wow. Yeah. And she wanted me to give you her. So, her, her what? You should go check her out. She's really cool. What, what did she want to give us? Biodynamics. She's, in, she's just learning. And so she's offering free. Oh, free, oh but, yeah. But I went to see her the other day, and she is. I can't believe that she's just learning. She's more like she's, um, you know, an ancient like wisdom teacher or something and it's she's reincarnated totally up your alley you should check it out yeah that'd be good yeah what is that is that like a zap or something cranial sacral oh no that's like uh it's like the fluid in your um the fluid like around your spinal cord yeah they massage it they kind of like put their hands in the back of your head and they kind of subtly affect the energy in your physical body. Yeah, they don't really move very much. Your body motions are super creepy. But it's true. (laughs) When you start feeling feeling your spinal fluid moving, like you can feel it when they do it. It's wild because it's something you don't normally, you know. I know. Is that like those two little spots up here? Well, she said, she's like, did you have, were you pulled out with forceps? And she's like, because you've got like your, your left rear ventricle here in your brain is squished a little bit. She's like, I think I can make that she thinks she can fix it. Did you tell her that was from Bible school? 
Yeah. <laughs> it's from getting hit with a ruler. Bible hits Bible you in school. the back of the head on the way out the door. That's right. <laughs> nice. They didn't want my kind, the questioning kind, around. That's pretty funny. There's a special place in hell for the people who ask questions, Michael. <laughs> yeah. So, so sorry, Mr. Owl. <coughs> maybe you like Pepe. I don't know. Maybe he's serious. Sorry that he doesn't like your Either show. Either way, it's Most of it's us great. like your show. Either way, it's good good to yeah. get some feedback. Yeah, it was totally. kind of poetic. It was, it was very he good. He poetically yeah. trashed you. Yeah. I feel like it was more to you. He put some time Oh, yeah. Into well, it. he definitely... Straight, Anyways, straight note, Graham. Yeah. What do you got next? Well, I got the big segment. I mean, let's get into uh, that. I guess. Well, or I can, I can, uh, you know, I mean, I can t- talk about some other stuff. Graham is an all-in believer in chemtrails. This is people's ringtone. Really? Can you just play the other one for me? You... See, that's what you should be doing. You should be selling the ringtone. Yes, can you do that? Possibly. So, some people do have the get that one as a joke. I just send it to people if they ask because people would like to support you that way. Northern Europe. I don't think Graham wants to be a ringtone though. He doesn't seem. He didn't seem super accepting of the, <laughs> the Graham as a ringtone. No, but I mean we've been doing this segment on and off for a while, and it's more about weather modification and geoengineering than chemtrails, right? I mean, chemtrails is the polarization of it, I find. But there's a lot of interesting evidence coming out, and there's a lot of people that are still full on. I mean, we got a blog, one of our bloggers was sending us a bunch of pictures, and I've been saving up some emails from from listeners about it, so I figured we'd get into some of it now. This is, a, this is our old buddy Harold. From Florida? Yeah. And this is about weather modification. He says, tell Darren just to listen to what you're trying to say. <laughs> he might learn something for a change. Oh. What the fuck? Weather modification is real on multi-levels. It's too obvious. We have talked about it from snake oil salesman level all the way up to the government and NASA level. NASA? And he says, I wanted, just wanted, he just wanted to hear me say NASA. Nice work, Carol. If it was not real, why so much interest in it, right? I never said it wasn't real. Okay, check this guy out. William Reich. And we talked, he's the, he's the Oregon right. guy, right? There are tons of people on him. Maybe you can find a guest to be on the podcast. I've listened to his books and heard podcasts about him. It's mind-bending stuff. This guy was doing weather modification way before the 40s, and when he died, mysteriously, all his papers were seized by guess who? Government. The, the U.S. government. You say no way. Yes. Wonder why we don't hear more about this guy. Maybe he was right, and someone didn't want us to know about it. Just saying. He says, well, keep up the great work. Keep reading that 1978 Congressional Panel Report on Weather Modification. I like it, even if Darren does not. Watching the weather change in Florida. Your friend from increasing temperatures of Florida. Harold. Well, global warming just took a big step back in Alberta. Um, I, don't, I never said it's not real. I'm just disinterested. I just don't think it's as... Uh, as um, dark it, and dark and uh, malevolent, right? As some of you guys make it out to be. I well, think it's no, just no, a no. bunch of people trying to do different shit. No, but stop hail here, or make it rain here, stop it from raining there. Okay, so you don't think there's an overarching sort of program going on, right? Trying Even if there wasn't, no, 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 I didn't the say sun that. Or? Yeah, 
What if it's just a block of sun? What if it's what if it's uh, weaponizing it? No, I'm not buying it. I'm going to play you a couple of videos, okay? okay? Just sure, a couple yeah. clips. Oh, boy. Now they're ganging up on me. No, look. <laughs> everything in this picture is chemical. There is no natural cloud in that picture. Looks like Darth Vader. Is it supposed to look like Darth Vader? No, I don't know. Yeah. Do so, you see the Darth Vader? In the clouds? No, I didn't see that one. Oh, it does. You're right. Wow, that's weird. Cool. We should sell this. Sell this picture now. <laughs> yeah. Did you find it on Google or you took it? Oh, no. I took this just down in High River. Oh, did you? Yeah. So, anyway, shortly. So, you don't, when was it freezing cold out? You don't think that's just because it was minus 30? No, it wasn't. No, this was, um, I don't know. This was like a year and a half ago hmm. or something. Hmm. The temperature thing they've debunked already. Like, it's not, it's not just about temperature. That is true about contrails. That is true about some of them. It makes them slightly longer and last longer. <laughs> but that's it. Oh, it doesn't boy. make them stick around no matter what James Nation tells you that they're not going to stick around for, like, you can't, all day. You can't just say cold. they don't exist. You have, to, you have to acknowledge that they do exist because they Persistent do. Persistent contrails? No, he's no, the he's chemical, the chemical, tr- what they're doing dunks. with the chemicals. Yeah, I, I'm not going to go that far. Maybe they're, <clears throat> maybe they're trying to stop some hail that day. In some places, maybe. But that's just cloud seed and that's not no, streaking. that's different. That's totally different. Okay, well, I'm going to read some patents as well. It'll maybe make you change your mind a little bit and realize that there might be something okay. more global going on. But it's not about the darkness of it for me. It's about the institutions that are trying to carbon tax us and they're trying to create all these policies and tools of slavery around global warming or, uh, you know, which, which, you know, yeah, the climate's changing. It's always been changing. And if people are up there in the sky fucking with the weather and they're not taking that into account, there's a big problem there in my mind. There's a bigger problem than that. The problem, the problem that they're spraying shit into the atmosphere and they have no idea what they're doing because well and then that's we the, don't yes. know what we're doing of course well, that's one my thing, main issue if there's one it, thing yeah. that fucking turns out to be true every time it's that we don't know what the fuck we're talking about <laughs> not just us humans in general every fucking 50 years it changes you know what i mean our understanding of things fucking profoundly changes yeah. all the time yeah everything we thought we knew that's right. It's garbage. But Graham, I think the main reason that people don't want to believe that they're chemtrails is because they can't imagine someone doing that to everyone. Because they themselves couldn't do it. Yeah, but it's not about that because we don't know what that is, right? And the, the fact that now the entire everything is poisoned. That's a tough one to like face. No, you but know? they, but they, let's just assume that, or not assume, but say that maybe they're not trying to poison everybody. They're trying to like solar radiation management. We have trying to assume. To, we've jumped to, to stop the point. Global, what if they're just trying to stop global warming? We've jumped to the point that we have right? to assume they're not trying to kill everyone. Yeah. We have to jump there. No, just to, just to step back a bit and say, what if it's just, uh, what if the cause was uh, genuine? Like they want to stop global warming because they think global warming is the problem so there's solar radiation management what if that is the reason well i think there's lots of reasons right that's kind of what i think there's different yeah. programs there's different once you have and... once you have a metallic shield that's all in the in the atmosphere i don't know stratosphere i don't know exactly then you can you can bounce signals around that yeah and control those signals yeah 
And yeah, they've been controlling weather for, I mean, Vietnam was a major yeah. test of using yeah. those kind of things. And, yeah. you know, what really freaked me out was on the June 29th or whatever, or June 19th of whatever year Calgary flooded. What year was that? Like two years ago, 2013. 2014, maybe? No, 13, probably. So like three, I was working landscaping that summer. Nice. I'm like, what the hell? It rains just torrential every single day. This is ridiculous. You can't work, you know? In Vancouver, they find a way. And then on the Friday when I was going into work, listening to the 660, the, uh, I can't think of his name, but I probably shouldn't say it anyway. Um, he's like, yeah, the insurance companies and Alberta are working together to seed the mountains to make it rain instead of hail. That's why we're getting so much rain. If you're enjoying the rain out there. How'd that work out for the insurance company? Well, then two days later, shit breaks loose and washes Calgary out. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's... So how come that didn't all get tied together? Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's weather modification. Exactly. That's kind of my point. They got a ton of federal funding, though. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. That do helps they get, out. Do they, they, just not from the insurance companies only, but they've got federal funding as well? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I really thought, um, what's the mayor... I really thought he was going to challenge him when he kind of cracked down on the railroad there, but then it all, I don't know, whatever. Hmm. So, well, keeping it local here, we got this, do you remember when we, we had that thing about David Keith who lives in, um, I think he's in, uh, what's the, what's next, before Banff there? I can't think of it. I still like the Canmore? one. Who are we talking to that so, said it was more about the, uh, the, the static changing, the static charge changing in the atmosphere? I don't know. Was that the Electric Universe guys? Or? No, no, it was before that. It was farther back. But I think it was a chick. Oh, hmm. that's not, probably sexist. I think it was a woman. <laughs> um, yeah, she was talking about how we've done something. All the Wi-Fi and the LTE and all that shit has changed the frequency oh, of the yeah, atmosphere. Yeah, yeah, right, that, right. That's yeah. what was causing some of these different shit that we're not used to seeing is because yeah. the atmosphere itself isn't what it used to be. Right. Well, that's the other part of it. Yeah, that's what makes it hard as well. Like, maybe that's extending the contrails as well, right? Because there's more right. fucking yeah. interference out there. Of, or you know, right? There's all sorts that's of stuff. That's one theory, yeah. We'll get back and then, to and then also the greenhouse gases probably have an effect as well. Like we are fucking polluting, m- polluting the atmosphere massively, right? I mean, yeah. you know what it was like in LA back when, before they started cleaning it up, it was pretty smoggy, right? I mean, look at in China, like it is bad. Yeah, so they, that's got to be affecting it to a certain point. So, but still, you don't you have wanna, to you label us and polarize us. Like obviously, there's a, we're having an effect that's right, on climate and on the fucking earth, and it's not good. No, I but, agree. But if you but, grow a bunch of pot in a warehouse like Aurora does, you have to have special machines to fucking pump extra carbon monoxide because the plants grow better with, or carbon, sorry, not carbon monoxide, <laughs> carbon dioxide, because the plants grow better with more carbon dioxide, like twice as much as we have now. Yeah. So do you remember this David Keith guy who actually ends up being kind of one of the global sort of leaders about this, but he was talking I about, don't. he was a local guy and he went on the radio show. Cause remember that big, uh, that's raid, uh, roadside sign said, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, look I'm up right. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah, yeah. he wrote an article about it or he was on the radio about it. And anyways, he was talking about geoengineering and we had a bit of a segment on that and we were kind of getting a little, James angry. got his picture taken, right? Is that yeah, what James got his yeah. picture taken? That sign? 
So this is from this is an email from Brian. He says, I just I just sent in an article about David Keith and I want to be certain that I'm not trying to create hardship or animosity towards anyone that's trying to do what he or she feels is in the best interest of the planet. I would like to suggest we go through your program and others like yours, discuss some means of helping each other and working together to bring out a positive change for the betterment of all this planet. As mentioned by Mr. Keith, there can be from time to time unintended consequences with regard to climate engineering. In his own words, says, geoengineering is a brutally ugly technical fix. I wholly agree with him on this point. What we need to do is decide what we can change right now to diminish the need for such airborne operations from being necessary. I want very much to see the blue sky again. I remember it as a kid and I have not seen much more of a hint of that in years. Please drop the anger and redirect our energies towards helping one another. There is a lot more to be said here, but I will leave it at that. So, what do you think? I don't. I don't really remember enough about. <laughs> I didn't read the article. Yeah, that's for sure. But yeah. I mean, I don't get pissed off about it too much. I don't know. I think it's more the the pro people. That get mad at me for not believing. Yeah. And it's not that you don't believe. It's just you just doesn't. I just don't think it's. You know what it is, is that people have ruined it because they get so fucking. Sorry, Michael. And I don't don't mean you specifically. (laughs) But I mean. Sorry that I ruined it. When it goes to like they're actively trying to poison us, I just can't get there. Well, that's good. That's good that you can't. It's just that a lot of people say that when they're like, I just can't believe that they're all out to get me. And, you know, that the governments are working against me and the media is lying. And, you know, no, I, get I just that can't all believe, that is I happening. just can't believe those things. But what about the guy who's flying that plane? So you're going to tell me, I mean, if we're talking about a global effort, then we're talking about thousands of pilots. That are just openly willing to fucking poison the human no, no, no. race on the planet also, that they no, live. There's the also whole, the whole crisis in Cuba with Kennedy. They were talking about using a drone plane to deliver to Cuba in in the early '60s. Why do you think the planes, these gray, unmarked, supposedly CIA planes that are delivering this metallic play, payload, or barium or whatever who knows what's in it i'm just listening to what other people say you know why couldn't those all be drone aircraft maybe but i still don't know someone's someone's still gonna fill them up no but people have tested the fuel too now they're saying that it's additives in the fuel they're doing so now it doesn't even have to be it doesn't even have to be coming off of a separate fucking spray nozzle or whatever right it's just coming out of the exhaust as as a bunch of micro or nano metallic particles but that are the, in the fuel. Yeah, but the like part I have trouble with is the exhaust still, and all these the fuckers fuel. still have to live here. So now have they all taken some antidote so it doesn't affect them? Because now we're getting way too far that I just can't, I can't yeah. get on board with that. There's, yeah. you know, 500 million people in the world that have been giving some antidote so that they can live past whatever the yeah. fuck is happening to us. And that those 500 million people are willing to take the risk that whatever they're dumping on the planet doesn't just kill the planet and they're fucked anyway. Yeah. And this is what I mean when I, when I say that, are you just not willing to see that? Like, yeah, you're I'm not. not. No, I'm not. Right. It's just, it, and so it makes no sense. And so then you can't sense. believe it because, right. That's right. Right. So let, 
let's get into a couple of videos. And I got some more li- thanks to the listeners, like sending me stuff like, Hey, haven't heard a geoengineering segment in a while. Or so they sent me a couple of oh, videos. So I got a couple clips to Don't play, just short him. clips. Don't encourage it. Well, can I say something real quick? Yeah. yeah. To me, the whole thing, the chemtrail thing, it's almost like a, um, it's almost like a medium. Like it doesn't, it's not the main thing that you should be focusing on. It's just a what different flat earth. It's what they're using mm. that to do is the thing that you would, it's, it's a tactic. You need to focus on the strategy. Okay. Well here, this kind of fits in with this. So this is a, this is a CBC broadcast, Darren. CBC. On weather control. CBC documentary from like 20 years ago. State run. Classic. Media. Classic. So well, it doesn't seem like it here. So it's talking about, um. The Bernard Easton Eastland pass, patent that um, that he got from Tesla's technology, and then they used it to build. They're saying that they use it to build HARP, but this guy that's on here won't. He won't admit to that. HARP. Sorry, Is so, that the high altitude Aurora, research? Yeah, project or Aurora whatever or something. Recently. Yeah, up in Alaska. That's right. Well, it talks about controlling the fucking stratosphere, or is it the other ionosphere? Ionosphere. Controlling the ionosphere. Like, and these guys admit this. Like, this, I've got a congressional hearing talking about it as well. Okay, play. Play. So, this is just a. But that's old, isn't it? You can play. Yeah, that's why. That's why this is so relevant because it's so old and they were talking about this back there on CBC like 20 years ago. A month ago, the U.S. Patent Office granted a patent to a Houston-based scientist, Dr. Bernard Eastland, for an invention which, Dr. Eastland says, could be used to change the weather. Dr. Eastland says the invention could also be used to disrupt communications all over the world and might be used to destroy or deflect a missile attack. The Eastland patents had the ring of the mad scientist aspect of Tesla. Tesla talked about this Tesla shield around the planet and um, talked about particle beam weaponry, something called a death ray. Death ray? Gene wasn't sure where all this was leading until Mr. X called again. And he said, the maniacs are actually going to do it up in Alaska. Okay, so that's just that part of it. And then I skip forward to the part where they have the guy on who is a spokesperson for the Alaska thing. And it's pretty interesting. The military is incapable. This isn't him. This is a lone gunman. Science is conducted by them for application and weapons systems for no other reason. From his shack in the middle of an Alaskan village, Jim and his co-conspirators around the globe have been tapping into databases. They've dredged up hundreds of long-buried scientific reports and even some internal documents from the military. They call it the world's first techno-protest, and they did it all in the military's own baby, the net. Plans uh, for HARP activities uh, correlate with projections of what can be done in the Eastland patents. It's, it's, it's that simple. So it's not a coincidence? It's not a coincidence. Well, um, I hate to disagree with you, but uh, uh, it's not his patent that we're building. Superficially, yes. Um, they send energy up into the ionosphere, but um, the uh, the Eastland patents require huge, prodigious, in fact, amounts of power, like 100 billion watts. Remember that number, 100 billion watts. You'll hear it again later. Um, HARP requires only uh, 3 million watts. There is a paper trail leading no. us back to Eastland. No, there is not. 
there is no uh, paper trail that I'm aware of. So anyway, that guy's di- <clears throat> disagreeing with it. He's not admitting that there's a paper trail back to the Eastland patent. But he's, he's, but he's admitting that, yeah, they're sending energy into the ionosphere, basically for controlling it. And then there's another clip here. It's uh, U.S. Air Force admits to using HARP for weather modification. And this is a defense hearing, the Appropriations Subcommittee. And this is pretty interesting. This guy comes on and talks about. So the Air Force, this subcommittee is trying to figure out if the university can take over this. So the Air Force took over HARP from the Navy and the Air Force was using it. They're done with it. They've got what they want out of it. The technology, I believe, now has moved to like Raytheon or some other companies. And they're trying to figure out what to do with the HARP facility after. But this guy admits some of the stuff. No, they gave that, it to the University of Alaska. Did they end up doing yeah. that? Yeah. So this is kind of old. So. Thank you, Senator. The Air Force has uh, gotten great value out of HARP in the past. We, uh, we took over from the Navy. Did you find a quieter clip? We did a number of campaigns up there. Shut up. have finished our work that we have been doing up there. We've... Moving on to other ways of uh, managing the ionosphere, which the HARP was really designed to do, was to inject energy into the ionosphere, be able to actually control it. And, uh, but that work is, has been completed. Uh, the Air Force uh, has maintained the site for other government agencies to use for several years now. And uh, with DARPA completing their project, that's our last government customer that we have in the site. So basically, the government agencies, including DARPA, are having their way with HARP. And he admits that this is in the, you know, on the subcommittee, right? He admits that they're controlling the ionosphere, sending energy up to the ionosphere, controlling it. So a lot of people are saying that's connected with, obviously. The chemtrails? Yeah. And the blanket, like you're saying. Yeah, they've created a blanket, and they just bounce signals around the Earth for all sorts of different things. Hmm. They've been doing it for a long time. Ever since they put up satellites. The thing is, why is it so quiet still? You know, why not? I mean, they're kind of coming out with it, but they're not. I don't know. You can't just come out with something like that. There'd be all sorts of stuff. It's better to keep it quiet. Well, there's the whole the whole movement of geoengineering and solar radiation management, which now they're saying, like, this was a, um, let's see here. I'll just say here, geoengineering is the science term applied to the process of climate intervention for the primary stated purpose of temporarily slowing a runaway greenhouse scenario from planet earth on planet earth so that's kind of what we were talking about right though the official narrative regarding programs of solar radiation management is that they are just proposals all available evidence overwhelmingly confirms srm programs have been fully deployed for nearly seven decades these programs are further fueling a phenomenon known as global dimming so that's kind of getting into like how they're saying, well, we can do it with solar radiation management, yet you know, they've already been doing it. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, that one guy, Dane, Dane Williams. Yeah, I want to get him on the show eventually. Yeah, he says that because he was in like selling solar equipment and he was mad because they dimmed out like 40% of his yield. That's kind of how he got onto the whole thing. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't know that part. So they're saying the Sorry no- if I got that wrong, but that's how I know it. So I think what they're also saying now is that there's this rise in, in te- temperature of 0. 0.6 degree or whatever is kind of the cause of the fucking chemtrails and the geoengineering. So they're saying the known consequences of the ongoing climate engineering program is extremely long and growing lap- rapidly. 
In spite of evident and verifiable decimation being inflicted on the biosphere and the web of life by climate engineering, recent publications will still deny this reality. In sub-publications, geoengineering is still referred to as the world's last hope. After some 70 years of climate engineering and solar radiation management, all available data makes clear that global geoengineering programs are making an already dire climate scenario far worse and contaminating the entire planet in the process. In the apparent attempt to hide this unfolding reality from the public as long as possible, a federal gag order has recently been placed on all National Weather Service and NOAA employees. So it's funny because I just had this other email from a, a listener here, and it's um, at the history of um, climate uh, engineering. And there's a there's a re, there's an, a research article in here, and I went to see it to play it for this intro, and it's been retracted. And it, so it was at uh, Frontier's editorial office, and it said, Retraction, human environmental dangers posed by ongoing global tropospheric aerosol particulates for weather modification. So that was retracted, and it says here, the human and environmental dangers posed by ongoing global tropospheric aerosol aerosolized particulates for weather modification. And this is a retraction of the original research article. The journal retracts the June 30th. 2016 article cited above based on information discovered after publication and reported to frontiers in July, the article was examined revealing that the complaints were valid and that the article does not meet the standards of editorial and scientific soundness for frontiers and public health. The retraction of the article was approved by the field chief editors of frontier and public health and the specialty chief editor of environmental health. The author considers a retraction to be unwarranted and therefore does not agree to the statement. Hmm. So maybe that's part of the, I don't know, quieting the, quieting it down. So what is being done to expose global climate engineering over the last six months? A tireless could effort that, could just be that it didn't fit the criteria. Yeah. It could have been that it wasn't scientifically based enough, but these guys are saying they're doing a lot of lab tests and stuff. Let's, let's uh, hear this here. So what's being done? To expose it, over the last six months, a tireless effort to organize solid legal action for the purpose of exposing and halting global geoengineering programs has progressed behind the scenes. The toxic heavy metal fallout from the ongoing aerosol operations has been confirmed with dozens of lab tests from the U.S. and other locations around the globe. Environmental protection agencies have not disclosed as verifiable contamination, which has catastrophic implications for the environment and human health. A legal filing is being prepared to expose this fact, and thus the secret and illegal global climate engineering programs have been carried out for decades without public knowledge or consent. A team of 11 attorneys, attorneys are working together with the largest and most visited independent information website on the subject of the world, and that points to geoengineeringwatch.org. But before what we, is that? This one? Geoengineering Watch. Okay. Yeah. That's the one that that, that guy Dane is, is uh, running, well, that's I think. That's his site? Yeah, I think so. He's doing a lot to get the word out there, for sure. The skeptics still won't. They won't even take this site. They just think this is a conspiracy site. But, you know, what's interesting, there's a lot of stuff going on. Well, they won't own up to who's paying for it. Nobody can figure out who's paying for it. So I'd say that's a conspiracy. So, can I uh, can I get into some patents quickly before we end the segment? Because sure. this is really this kind of puts the nail in the coffin of like, wow, okay, here's some actual patents. Okay, some stuff that I'm these not people at nail are using. in the coffin point yet. But. 
Do you want me to read the patent number or should I just read the date? It doesn't make a difference. You don't care? Do you guys have a bet going on this? Like, no. You have to no. at some point get him to concede? No. 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 Okay. If, he, genuine... if he ever gets across, I'll concede. But so far, I. Gets across? I just, if he ever gets it across enough, I'll concede. But that what? That there's a malevolent plan. Oh, I'm not saying there is really. I'm so, not. I'm not. In line with I'm on the fence. Fucking. Well, no, I'm on the fence. orders. About... You're on the fence. There's. Yeah, it could be a 3D battlefield scenario going on here. It's all military. Totally. It could be That's part of I like think. Project Bluebeam. It could be. Yeah, that too. It could be like. Yeah, it could be dumbing. It could be Steven, solar radiation management. Stuff. And it That's could what be. Stephen Greer's up to. He's trying to. All sorts of stuff. There's a ton of stuff. Like most of these programs, they're not going to be just for one purpose. They're going to be used for multiple purposes. Really think of it as terraforming. That's yeah. how you should think of it. It's not helping. Why? It's just not helping. They've talked about terraforming Mars and all these other planets, so they're sure. just starting here. Hmm. That's just the way I see it. This week, you haven't sold me on this week. I just so. don't worry about or it maybe that one much of these... anymore because there's nothing you can do. You're not going to figure out who's doing it. You're not going to figure out any real truce to it. You just look up and you're just like, well, that's what it looks like again today. Yeah. And every military in the world is just, or all these countries are just open airspace. It don't matter. So every country, every military is in on it. No, no, no. Because these people, these people are letting From what planes. I understand it's only NATO countries. No, they're not trans. They're not. But that's uh, like 178 countries. They don't have transponders on them. They're, they could be, you know, Radar stealthy, still right? pick them up. Yeah. You see them. Yeah. I know. I don't it's, see them. I know. It's. The, they one. must do it at night. What do you mean you don't see them? You see them all day all day long around here. I don't see any gray on Mark planes around here. They do them certain times of the day, I think. I see a lot of West Jets, a lot of Air Canadas. It's the, the beauty book. No, the ones with the chemtrails aren't those ones. You don't okay. see those ones with the chemtrails. They're higher up with the chemtrails. Okay. Or the con, uh, persistent chemtrails. <laughs> <laughs> so here, some... some uh, Let's some, hear the patents. White cover sheet material capable of reflecting ultraviolet rays. Procedure for the artificial modification of atmospheric pre precipitation as well as compounds with a dimethyl sulfoxide base for use in carrying out said procedure. Atmospheric modification satellite. Laminar microjet atomizer with method of aerial spraying of liquids. Method for apparatus for aerosol particle absorption spectroscopy. Method and method of and means for weather modification. Liquid propane generator for cloud seeding apparatus. Now this is all from the eighties. These are patents from the eighties. This is like how old? How thirty five years ago? Let's mm -hmm. say. Yeah, but they probably just mothballed all that technology and didn't do anything with it. Method and apparatus for modifying of climate. Climactic conditions, method of producing cumulus clouds, particulates generation and removal, harp patent, this is the one, the Eastland patent that we listened to, method and apparatus for altering a region in the Earth's atmosphere, ionosphere, and or magnetosphere, method and apparatus for creating an artificial electron cyclotron heating region of plasma, method of dispersing particulate aerosol tracer, Method of suppressing formation of contrails and solution, therefore. Method and apparatus for the measurement and size of particles entrained in a gas. So, 
Like, that's just from the 80s. That's still in the 80s. I mean, I haven't even gone into, like, the 2000s. So, that's pretty interesting, isn't it? I guess. All the weather. You know what? They're just, like he said, like Michael says, they're just, what, just mothballing all that stuff and not giving it? And all of a sudden, from that point on, we're seeing a change in the atmosphere. How many patents do you think are sitting in the patent office collecting mothballs? I don't know. I mean, as you're developing things, you're going to patent it. Yeah. Obviously, you're going to patent it. Every new thing you develop gets patented, especially if you've got money and finances. You're going to patent everything so that if any, anyone ever comes up with anything fucking genius with any of these designs, you're fucking getting paid. But, I mean, sure. I mean, I, I, like I said, I think that fucking different groups of people are spraying shit and trying to do shit all yeah, over the world. Yeah. But that's where it ends. Yeah. These guys are trying to do this. Those guys are trying yeah. to do that. Those guys are trying to do that. Yeah. I do not believe in any way, shape, or form that there is some mass fucking thing to block the sunshine. I do know in sometime in the mid-70s, the UN had a resolution. I guess it was after Vietnam. Had a resolution where you could do weather modification, but only within your own country. You couldn't do it. Oh, yeah. I countries. think tons of people are doing weather modification. Yeah. And then there were quite a few things like... But I just think it's a bunch of fucking silly humans trying to do their own silly little things and different fucking things. Not a bunch of fucking humans together trying to fucking... I mean, I I, I still have trouble... You know, I, I just think it's people. People being people. Just, you know, it's not someone sitting on a throne someplace saying, okay, we need to block out the fucking uv rays or anything like that. I think, I'm sure, are they trying that? Maybe, because it could be valuable someday or it could help. I think... There's all sorts of R&D departments trying all sorts of different things for different corporations and all sorts of people trying to make it rain here or do this there or patent this, that. Yeah, but that's, but, impor- that's the most important step is, is that you're saying that that's what, where you're at, right? That's the most important part. The, how, how far they're going with it or why and all that is, is not I've really as that, important. I've said this from the get-go. Yeah, no, I, I said know. this the first segment. I know. I don't mind it. I still think it's a very important segment because people don't realize this is going on at all. And part of... The, the conversation we need to have is that this is going on and it's affecting our climate one way or another, right? Maybe. Regardless of what the why is about it, it's affecting things and Maybe. they're Maybe trying to tax us, man. Maybe they're it's trying attempting to, to change the climate, but yeah, I still don't think humans are doing a, much of a job of even changing with the that, climate, period. Well, they're not taking it into account at all. That's the problem. No, they're not. Right. That's my. That's my. Why I want so to communicate. So that maybe about it. is a lesson more for the people that are screaming man-made global warming. That's what I'm which saying. Which I'm not. Right. Right. But I see where you're going with it. For the people that scream at us from because we're deniers. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So there you have it. Just finished the longest cold spell in Calgary in the last twenty years. By the way. <laughs> yeah. Really. Yeah. Hmm. It's been colder, but it hasn't been that cold for that long yeah. in twenty. It's only two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> really? Hasn't been that cold for that long and. 20 years. Huh. So there you have it. Yeah, I'll save some of these patents for next time. Usually in Alberta, something blows in, like a Chinook or something. Yeah. What was it? It was like, yeah, it was only like fucking 17 or 16 days or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Everyone's always like, so is it this cold in Alaska? And I'm, or it must be colder in Alaska. And I'm like, actually in Anchorage, no, it's not. Is it ocean, right? Because it's right on the ocean. Yeah. yeah. And there's no wind. Like, there's almost never wind there. And huh. when there is wind, it's crazy wind. Yeah. It's not like here where you can, it's like a constant bitter oh. wind. 
It's like if you were dropped off naked on the side of the oh, highway, you'd, you'd be, be dead fucking no dead time. in no time. <laughs> yeah. You'd just find your frozen yeah. ass on the side of the road. Yeah. All right. That, yeah. There you have it. There you have it. That's all for me, buddy, in this one. So chemtrails are still up in the air? Chemtrails are still up in the air. <laughs> you know, it's pretty well proven. Actually, no, you got to do your Psychologically, thing. that people will refuse to admit that they were wrong. Even if you show it to them. Like, because, you know... When the buildings fell, I said bullshit from the moment they fell. Yeah. And I didn't on the buildings. And I it took me each. like two or three years to be like, what do you mean you don't see this? Yeah. Until I finally stopped, you know, because people were sick of hearing it. Yeah. And I realized that once someone has said that I like blue, I will stick to that I like blue, even if I really do like orange, you know? <laughs> Orange sucks. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I like Peppy. Oh. This will be a quick one. My study of past official Air Force investigations, Project Blue Book in brackets, leads me to describe them as completely superficial. Official released explanations of important UFO sightings have been almost absurdly erroneous. That's James McDonald's speech to the American Meteorological Society Society in 1966. Nice. Always ready, eh? Nice try on that. Just about had you. Yeah. All right, guys, check out grammarica.ca slash support for all the different ways you can... uh, Help us out uh, financially or otherwise. Oh, yeah. We um, didn't even do the spiel asking yeah. for money. Sign up for a uh, month there. We've got a few new signups lately. So, you know, put Buy that it. on your New Year's resolution to sign up for a monthly or a one-time donation or get some swag. Monthlies are the best, even if it's a buck or two bucks or three bucks a month. It really helps out. Uh, spam gram, send in your synchros, trip reports, all that fun stuff. Sign people up for the newsletter, grammarica.ca slash news. What else? Oh, you can connect with us on all the social media platforms. Darren's on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. It's all in the show notes. Yeah. Do all the stuff yeah, in the show notes. notes. Yeah. yeah, I got a couple Read t-shirts show, still. Show. Yeah. Swag, stuff swag, like that. Grammarica.ca slash swag. Ringtones. 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 If you, want, if you want the Grams and All In Believer and Chemtrails ringtone, just send me an email and I will send you the file. And if someone knows how to... For 95 cents. Yeah, it'll be a buck. You have to donate a buck. Anyway, guys, most of all, enjoy the chat with uh, Aaron, Theodore, Lewis, Carter. Carver. Carver. Fuck.
All right. So tonight we've got Aaron Carver with us. We actually read his uh, his blog on the show a couple couple probably a couple weeks ago. The truth about Pepe, the frog, and the cult of Keck, and that was kind of the first we had, Darren and I had talked about it. And then we started looking into to Aaron, and he's he's got this book coming out called "You're Imagining Things," which is like a fast paced and amusing rabbit hole of supernatural discovery. So we thought, hey, why don't get this guy on and talk about his blog and about his book and. Since then, uh, you know, I've been seeing Pepe all over the place, of course, so we get to pick his brain about it. So, uh, without further ado, thanks for uh, coming on the show, Aaron. Glad to have yeah, you here. Thank, thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, this is, uh, listeners sent these things in about Pepe, and uh, I don't know, I'd, I'd seen it around a little bit, I guess, but I didn't really realize the, the prevalence of this meme. So, I mean, yeah. it's probably a good place to start. Like, for people that yeah, really don't know. Yeah, most people don't like, know what, what are not going to have much clue what we're talking about. But, I mean, but, I mean, you know, Hillary's fucking mentioned this as well, right? Yeah. So, like, it's been out there. Yeah, and once you're aware of it, you really start seeing it everywhere, don't you? Yeah. So that's that's kind of how a meme works. Um, there is really a lot of groundwork to cover here for someone who, who's not in this world. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you're probably asking what a meme is, first of all, right? Well, no, I no, think... most don't know what a meme yeah. is. No, well, yeah. Actually, my mom and we had this discussion. I don't think I could really describe it to her. Is, like, it's kind of like a theme, but it's a... It's a like a picture with words on it. <laughs> yeah, that's the old one that people think. It's like set up at the top and then a punchline at the bottom and like a cute cat in the middle. But uh, I have a pretty good definition. I think a meme is... Um, a communication device that really encapsulates a big idea down into just a little tiny sound bite that you just have to look at it and you you grasp the essence of the whole thing. It's almost uh, it almost communicates to you subconsciously. Right. Interesting. So is it is it derived from theme? Uh, not that I know of. Huh. Could be. Makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Uh, I think it's derived from Gene, maybe. I remember that because Dawkins used to yeah. use the words the two back and forth, right? Before memes were really big, if I remember correctly. Yeah, he defined it as a cultural gene. Huh. And, and 4chan will tell you that a meme is the blueprint of reality. And you can see how they kind of overlap there. Meme is the blueprint of the reality. And and just for people that aren't sure about this, 4chan is like a underground kind of Reddit type thing or something or an underground. Yeah, it's an image board. And uh, it's different than a forum or Reddit in that you don't have to log in. It's all anonymous. And you just go to the site and you can start posting. Oh, I see. Oh, you don't need a, a username. No, that's that's the defining trait, really, is everything's anonymous. You can put in a username, actually. They have this feature, and if you do that, you will be such a target for hatred <laughs> from the rest of the users. Really? Because because that's just not what 4chan is about. It's not about you. It's about the collective. Wow. I can see why where this is coming about now, then. Yeah. Is that where it was born then? Is that where the Pepe thing comes in? Can you kind of can you kind of get that yeah. story started for us? Yeah, well, Pepe was adopted by 4chan as a kind of um, successor to another meme. Uh, you've probably seen this 
the feel guy, right? Wojak, he's this pale, uh, blank-faced person. Is and, that the young Keanu? The guy uh, that yeah. looks like young Keanu? Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, they, or they, this they, guy here. Is he like a, a stick figure? Uh, he's just a blank face, and he, he was a big meme on 4chan because you can just project your emptiness inside onto him. But memes have a shelf life, so Pepe kind of came in to replace this guy. If you Google Wojak, you'll see what I'm talking about. Yeah, he's got it up here. Kind of creepy in a way, actually. He looks like Captain Picard. <laughs> yeah. it's uh, You see whatever you want to see in him, right? That's, yeah. that's why it, it catches on. Because you, you can project yourself. But with Pepe, now the, uh, the, the, the consciousness of 4chan is, well, this sucks. And, and you see the, the sad face now. Huh. There's one of Pepe hugging. So, so why is that? Why does the consciousness of it suck? Uh, it's their response to the world. They see it as everything degrading. And they're, they're not happy with how things are going. So in, sad in, Pepe. In general then, or just about this, this election cycle? In general, right? In general, yeah. Because Pepe is a lot older than the election cycle, or no? Yeah, absolutely. He He's uh, probably around 2008 is when he started to pick up. Um, he was taken from a cartoon uh, as, as Happy Pepe. He was originally this really happy frog. And 4chan has a way of uh, reworking things. So he came to 4chan and became Sad Pepe. And then he transformed into Smug Pepe, <laughs> which, which you'll see... Um, and it's it's just funny how this meme kind of represents the the general mindset of all these people going to these image wars because all of a sudden Pepe has this secret that people are you know wondering that was kind of built into the meme why so smug Pepe what what are you hiding and now that Donald Trump is one and their person is is uh, triumphant now you can see well that's why he was so smug. So let's um, let's connect that then. So Trump became 4chan's uh, can- <clears throat> candidate of choice, I guess, as well. Then, yes, is that yeah. how? And then that is that how he got connected to Pepe because Pepe was sort of like the mascot there, or I don't know. So does Pe- does Trump become the candidate of 4chan, or does 4chan become a hub for Trump supporters? No, uh, well, probably Ooh. a little bit of both, right? But I think the missing link here is Keck now that we have to oh, yeah. explain. Um, because Pepe become, becomes this avatar, this representation of this god that 4chan adopts into their fold. And then Trump comes along as the chosen candidate, the chosen you know savior of this god. And through that way, this, this, all these threads come together. And um, the defining moment for that was the prophecy of Keck, right? So here's so convoluted. Uh, here's some more groundwork we have to lay. Uh, 4chan worships repeating digits. That's always been a big thing in image board culture because mm-hmm. every post every post comes with um, you know a number in the in the entire lineage of the board's history. So when the last two numbers are repeating, people celebrate that. It's, you know, long before Keck or Trump or Pepe, this was just always a thing, because people in general are very mystified by numbers, right? Yeah, you know, looking for patterns. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, eleven, eleven is something yeah. in America. Maybe yeah. not here. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So repeating digits, and that leads to these events in image board culture where all the digits are going to be repeating because, like I said, this is a linear thing. Every post adds to the count. Eventually, you have five, 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 five. The posts, right? Right. So eventually we come to seven, 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 it's eight sevens, the post. And you and don't know, and you don't know that that's going to be your, your number, right? Like it's still, yeah. you can't, you can't tell that that's going to be the next in line. Right. You, right. you, you can't uh, until it's been submitted. Uh, you can't know what your post number is going to be yeah. because these things have so much traffic. There's just no way. It's, to, it's a con it's constantly just all over the, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But you can see to some degree when uh, one of these big gets is coming in. Yeah. When it's like five, 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 three hundred, and then it's like an event. Everybody comes out and they're like, "Oh!" I mean, people will people will even be like, uh, "Can't make it to work today." No uh, there's way. A, there's a get. <laughs> no I mean, way. Depending on their job, depending on their job. But what they, they will schedule. You know, it's like a TV show coming out. You got to be there for to see what this post is going to be because nobody knows. And uh, this post, the prophecy of Keck, was simply Trump will win. All sevens. No Trump. way. Oh, yeah. And you can see that see, on my... Oh, I, yes, I did. I, you know what? I missed... I was reading that at the time and I kind of missed that <laughs> significant aspect of it. <laughs> what, are you kidding me? <laughs> you didn't notice the get? Well, no, I mean, I, I knew, I noticed the gets, uh, as like, you know, that they were going on. There was a couple different ones, seven, seven, for example, you showed and all that. But then I, I didn't realize that all those sevens equals Trump will win. Wow. Yeah. Do you think, and was there a bunch of people just typing Trump will win in trying to get that or? There's a huge amount of competition. I mean, in that picture, you can see, I think a little snapshot of the other people trying to get it. Yeah. And since 4chan is a trub is a hub of trolls, uh, there is a, a, a group of people who would love nothing more than to steal that get and have Hillary will win and, or something like that, you know, right, so, right. Right. so it's not a guarantee just from statistically. Wow. Okay, well that's that's it. very very interesting because yeah I, I I missed I I knew there was some gets involved but I missed the 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 massiveness of that that one get and it's saying Trump will win. Yeah, it's that's a pretty big moment. But there's so much else to it that you could almost miss that and still see a compelling case. Here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which is what I did. Yeah, there's so <laughs> so many synchronicities. Yeah. Which we love, by the way, which we love to talk about on the show. Like this was actually part of a little segment that we do about synchronicities and Darren, Darren rates them. Oh yeah. And so it was pretty cool to have this whole thing like laid out as not only, you know, this thing, this blog that you did and, but also talking about the synchronistic aspect of it. So anyways, go ahead. Yeah, They're really cool. What's, uh, what's another synchronicity you guys like? Oh man, our listeners email them in all the time. There's, uh, just a bunch of crazy ones. The one of my favorites that sticks out is this guy was trying out for uh, a movie. Yeah, and he and he had uh, the the part had um, two crazy tattoos, like a barcode tattoo and some other weird tattoo. And the, oh, the yeah. story goes into a lot of depth, but the guy that ended up trying out and getting it had those two tattoos already, 
It was really weird. Like, so it was like, but, you know, of course, there's a bunch of, you know, emotional components to it or, or different sort of in-depths to that. But, like, there's stuff like that that happens quite a bit. I like the Laird one when he was actively looking for that book. Oh, my God. And, and then, then the book he, showed up on his door. And then book showed up on his doorstep. Yeah. Yeah, and that's, that stuff happens all the time. And you can say coincidence, right? And, you know, selective bias. But at some point, it just becomes so much more unlikely for that not to happen like that yeah yeah i I think i think this pepe thing is such a crazy synchronicity stack (laughs) that's a good way to put it you just have to look at it and be like whoa something's going on here yeah yeah and and what we found is a lot of our guests have had them through their throughout their life in moments of moments of changing and getting onto their path, for example, you know, like a lot of our guests that had those type of like research, let's say like almost like a research synchronicity, it was Uh a really key, important part of their life. Like they might've switched their whole paradigm over or just changed the whole path. So there's a big, there's a big importance to them as well. Yeah, absolutely. So when you, when you call that, you know, when you look at what's happening here on this meme thing, it really is, it is quite the stack. Yeah, I mean, uh, we haven't even dug into it yet with all this. Uh, here's another one, Keck, right? So why why choose Keck as the god of image boards? Um, well, people discovered after they had been using this uh, this phrase Keck for something else entirely. Uh, Keck is a alternative to LOL, right? Because 4chan always has to be different than the norm. So, you know, soccer moms on Facebook say LOL. We don't say LOL. We yeah. say Keck. Uh, and then after the fact, you find out, oh, he's a frog-headed god of <laughs> yeah. chaos, yeah. like this Pepe. And image boards are places of chaos. There's no moderation there, you know? There's no rules, really. So it's just, I mean, it but, just goes very deep. But he's also been the bringer of light as well, right? Not just the the god of chaos, but the, I think the god, the definition of Kek goes deeper than that, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, the, the bringer the of dark- light to the dark or something like that? Or? Yeah, the bringer in of light and the darkness before the dawn. So, yeah, that's very interesting. And uh, the element of chaos I find very interesting because people usually assign, um, you know, globalists and the Illuminati, they, they assign them to the deity of Moloch, right? I'm sure you've heard of Moloch. Yeah. And people kind of rose... Uh, Keck up as a as a you know the the other face to Moloch where Moloch might represent total order uh, Keck would be you know the natural chaos of the universe in opposition to him. That's interesting because that's what we talked about on the show. Like the whole the whole thing I wanted to express to people is is the thought experiment of like what if the I don't even want to get into the the labeling of like the whole Pizzagate thing because forget about that for now. But what if what if all this this corruption and this evil evil elite thing that the globalists like you're talking about, right? What if that is really happening at some sort of demonic level? And this Keck thing, this Pepe is actually the yin to the yang. Like it is actually the the other side fighting back. Yeah, and that's yeah. exactly well, what you're saying here, like it or, or what you're what we're talking about. Absolutely, yeah. And there's always this idea in esoteric philosophy that there's always that yin to the yang that you can't have a cause without an effect, you know. So, kind of makes sense that 
at the peak of uh, these people ascending into power, there would all of a sudden come out uh, this opposition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. So, so we've got the we've got the Egyptian god and the parallels there, the the Gets and the, yeah. the Pepe and the being Trump being adopted by Four Chan as or you know them sort of going with him. And then, yeah. and then how, so how was, um, so when did that get happen where it's tr- Trump will win? Was that in 2016? Yes, that was during the election. I think it was before the primaries. So Trump wasn't already winning at this point. Right. Yeah. That was but at that, at that, uh, everybody, you know, before it was kind of an ironic, you know, we have this God on our side, but then people really started intensifying their belief in this thing, you know, and, after that, you just saw Trump take off. Wow. Huh. And then even the statue, even the Keck, uh, the prophecy of Keck and the statues, like with the computer and all yeah. that, the internet meme magic, but like the, almost like the DNA spirals on the end. Like it is, that is pretty interesting as well. Oh yeah. That's a crazy synchronicity. And how about, how about this? It's not even correct, but it's more interesting because it's not because those hieroglyphs are actually for Hecate, the the, uh, the female equivalent to Keck, right? But the statue was still out there. The, the statue is real. It's somebody else's mistake. So the fact that this mistake happened in you know parallel with with everybody's um, um, direction Focus, is yeah, just yeah, yeah it's just fascinating to me. Wow. Another thing about Keck and the Egyptian pantheon is that they believe repeating digits are what created the universe. <laughs> That's really interesting. Um, yeah, so we have all these people now kind of really worshipping this deity, and I don't know. I don't really know if they are. I mean, you can't tell on a screen if it, what someone's beliefs are. I know I was kind of, you know, wow, at least... <laughs> at least thinking about it, right? And a common thing on 4chan is to pray for a happening now, right? So it's uh, after the primaries, it's Hillary versus Donald Trump, you know, these two titans clashing against each other. We see um, uh, hints of Hillary's health uh, declining in the media. But of course, everybody's uh, in the crooked media is saying, no, she's fine. She's totally fine. So 4chan's beseeching Keck for a happening to really expose Hillary's health and make the media eat their words, right? Okay. And we got that on September 11th. We saw Hillary collapse in like a slab of meat and, you know, weakened at Bernie's, thrown into the van, Madam <laughs> Secretary. And this is exactly what image boards have been asking for. For how long? Like, like was it days or uh, months? Weeks, months. As soon as the idea that Hillary was in poor health was out there, people right. wanted to see her collapse. And that sounds very nasty, you know, to wish that on someone. But I really think it was more seeing the media eat their words. Exactly. Because they they were so oh she's fine everything's fine and very uh, very maddening to be lied to your face like that from the media. Exactly. Over and over again. Yeah. 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 Well, so, uh, and then again, I mean, it gets even weirder at the end too. So, I mean, if we're going in some sort of a chronological thing here, what happened when, when Trump won then? 
Well, let's uh, let's let's hold off on that. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Right after her fall, this is very interesting. Okay. Hillary comes out and says, "Pepe is an enemy of the state." Oh my God! Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> it's the day after. So oh, you gotta be yes. kidding me. From our perspective, so she like said Pepe. that. She can't, she put a page on her website. I think it's still up, and it's the most ridiculous thing a candidate has ever done. How does she, she even says, know? How does she even know about it? Like, who's are her people following 4chan that much or something? Or well, Pepe is kind of uh, he's he's gone pretty far into the mainstream. Yeah, he's like, beyond Nicki, beyond 4chan for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nicki Minaj has tweeted Pepe. It's just it comes with the territory of being a good meme, right? Right. People are going to use it, but. Her angle was, oh, white supremacists have used it. So Trump is a white supremacist. His son tweeted Pepe, grasping at straws, right? Declares us, Pepe an enemy of the state. To us on 4chan, it was like Keck winking at us, you know? <laughs> the day yeah, after. I, yeah, I did that. Oh. Okay, but Crazy. then Trump winning, right? Yeah. Then we... Yeah. Fast forward to Trump or, winning in the yeah, early slots. Or, or I guess, or if that, or if that uh, crazy uh, record comes in before Trump winning, the yeah, shade sure. away. That's another. I mean, there's so many you can give or take all these synchronicities. Uh, yeah, the Chatelet, the record comes out. The people, someone dug it up. It came out in the '80s. So again, it's one of these things that's always been there, just waiting to be connected. This, to this yeah. Thing. Yeah. And it's got Pepe on it. <laughs> it's got a frog with a magic wand and the word Pepe. And it's called Magic Sound is the label. And, uh, yeah. That's that CD, right? Well, and, and, and not even, like, even that is amazing. But then when you look at what Pepe stands for, point emerging, probably entering is crazy as well. Because it's yeah. got some kind of, like, quantum observer effect kind of you yeah, know, like it, the pot, it's like a possibility, only possibilities, right? Like, it sounds to me like uh, possibilities, digits. Yeah. Yeah. How your post before you post it, you don't know if it's going to be a get yeah. or nothing at all. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it probably could be something that kind of sums up the whole thing to me. Probably. Yeah. Wow. And then, okay. So then Trump wins. Yeah. And, you know, we all moved on, you know. <laughs> um, I think, I mean, now we're turning to Keck for, we want to see the globalists completely defeated. We want to see the whole Western world liberated from this bullshit that's going on. And Pepe is becoming, slowly becoming the spokesman for that, eh? Almost like was, the new Guy Fox in a way. Yeah, yeah, totally. He's a vigilante symbol, kind of. And of course, the the media will do whatever they can to polarize this whole thing. Yeah, it's it's a question we all wondered: is um, is Hillary calling out Pepe back then, like she did? Was she wanting? Was she aware of this on some level? I have to wonder. You know. Or just another big coincidence? I I don't know. I mean, I almost feel like because 
oh, I don't even want to say it, but it because of the because of the potential evil from the other side, they would be aware of it. Like if that was really happening, they would be aware of the the powers against them in a way. Yeah, like she if the, if she probably has a court sorcerer, right? Yeah, to consult her on these on this stuff. That's what I would think. But yeah. you just don't know. No, could be Podesta. Who knows? I mean, you, you look into that spirit cooking stuff, that, that Marina woman, she seems like a witch to me. She's pretty young looking for 70. Yeah. <laughs> Something going on there. Yeah, the synchronicity with that, Darren, that I never talked about. I'll rate it right on the show. You want to write it right, right now? now? So Mike is texting me. Jorgen? Yeah, Jorgensen about... Um, about somebody's birthdays and all this, and that uh, somebody texts him that uh, Marina doesn't look anything like 70, or she's 70 or something. And then right at that moment when I'm texting Mike, I get a text from my girlfriend saying, I don't look 50, do I? Wow. A lot of power going on I'm right like, now. What the fuck? How did she... Te- she texts me that out of the blue at the same moment Mike and I were talking about these other friends of his birthdays, and then that somebody texted him, Asking and he showed 70. me the text, like... From them, a picture of the text. Five point seven. That's it. Speaking of synchros, though, tonight's show, we had an interview earlier today with Nitten, and uh, when I had tweeted you, and you told me that you had just sent me a Skype uh, request, I went mm-hmm. in to check Skype, and you and Nitten had both uh, sent me the contact request at the at exactly four twenty eight p.m. Wow. <laughs> That's pretty crazy, too. <laughs> to the point that I actually, it was a good thing you put in the message that it was Pepe. Huh. Because otherwise I wouldn't, I didn't know which one was which. Exactly. I almost didn't put that. Yeah. Because huh. it was just two names, right? And I'm like, well, I don't know who's who. Is that what you were doing like this with your hands to me? Trying to signal me no. for something? No, that was something different. Oh. Oh. That's crazy. So, so now Pepe's being utilized by 4chan to stop the globalist movement. Yeah, we're looking towards uh, Europe now and the the soft genocide of the Western world. Did it have anything to do with Brexit? Yeah, yeah. People attribute that to and. Um, uh, I haven't really been following it that much afterwards, but I guess they're, they I guess every country kind of has a Donald Trump equivalent going on right now. Right. And there's there's a lot of things in the balance. So Wow. It is such an interesting time, man. It's so crazy right now. There's the you know, the media has been so complicit in in this whole thing, the mainstream media, and now they're just on their heels trying to blame it on fake news they when they don't even understand at all what the fucking problem was to begin with. Oh, it's just unbelievable. Yeah, like uh, you said, you don't want to talk about Pizzagate, but like the fact that the guy's name is James Alafonte, I love the kids. That's not fake news. That's an aspect of reality. So I don't mind talking about it. I just, I just didn't know if I, you know, I'm just, I haven't really dug into it yet. That's all. So yeah, me neither. I mean, I'm not decided. I'm not advocating people go there with assault rifles and shit. 
but I'm, it's interesting and it could just be more, you know, coincidences, a very unfortunate string of coincidences. Lots of them. Yeah. But let's acknowledge that, you know? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, and even the alternative media that I listen to, uh, that's probably not even the right name, but the independent media, let's call it listener supported or the independent media that have looked into Pizzagate and they're, they're saying like there's not a lot of evidence, but there is a lot of, at least they'll say innuendo. There's not a lot of evidence, but there's a lot of coincidences. And I mean, I haven't listened to like James Corbett's take on it yet. And he was under, did you know he was listed under that fake fucking news yeah. thing? Eh? Yeah. Like he's one of our go-to sources of real news and he's listed by the fucking faker, fakery mainstream news as fake news. Unbelievable. That's when you know you've made it. When the mainstream news is calling you fake, then you're there. You have arrived. But then just don't go all Alex Jonesy with it. Yeah. I mean, the media, they are the fake news. Yeah. It's so twisted. It is. It's unbelievable. That's why I wrote this article. I mean, it was more out of, I just thought it was so cool that all these outlets just weren't telling the story at all. I thought that was so dope. So I wanted to, <laughs> I wanted to help them out, you know, so they could keep not doing their job and tell the real story about Pepe. Yeah, exactly. Which is great. I mean, it really is fucking a cool story. So, so getting into the depth of how this is happening, like, you know, there's a magic going on here, really. And I mean, I mean, do you, do you, like, do you think like we can speculate or whatever we want, but is, is it one of these things like, like the four, 4chan and Pepe have this, is it like an intention, like chaos magic kind of thing? And, and this is, they're creating the reality somehow, or is it just uh, that they're, that they're uh, predicting, uh, predicting the future in some way, you know? Well, from my stance, it's chaos magic. Uh, want to dig into it. Image boards are such a conducive environment for all these things that Chaos Magic uh, includes that's just ridiculous. So you could look at Pepe as a sigil, right? There's this concept of sigils in Chaos Magic that you embed with your desire. And you have to charge these sigils. And so there are a number of ways to do that. You can be in kind of a trance in the state of no mind. Um, You can ejaculate. Yeah, sexual energy, um, high emotional states, and image boards are just like a laboratory for all this. Like uh, you go into a thread and you're fighting with someone, you're arguing and you get really angry and then you scroll past a Pepe or you see like a, you know, a a porn image and it's there in between Pepe's again, or you're on image board for a long time. And you get into this trance where you're not even really paying attention to everything, anything. And there are Pepe's around while that's all happening. So it's very, it all syncs up to me in a very interesting way. Well, and, and, and it's fighting against the, the massive symbolism in Hollywood as well, right? Like imagine, so if that really, if that chaos magic is happening uh-huh. in, in 4chan, imagine the level that it's happening in fucking Hollywood, right? And all the all the symbolism and all the stuff they're slipping into everything, whether it's the mainstream music and all the symbolism of that, or like that that CERN uh, that CERN uh, celebration thing they had. I mean, when you get to the mm-hmm. higher levels of all I this elite, like it's, the, it's crazy symbolism. And, yeah, yeah. I mean, just a corporate logo, like 
what what is the utility of that on just a rational level to pay you know coca-cola pays a million dollars to have their logo on a blimp and it's like what's the point of that i'm not going to forget about coke you know uh i think it's to embed these symbols in your subconscious mind and manipulate you we should have come up with a catchier symbol (laughs) (laughs) okay we could have manipulated people. <laughs> it reminds me in a good me, way. I, it reminds me of this. Uh, like Pepe, which seems like a positive figure, right? It seems like Kexen on the up and up. He's on our side. Or once we get on top, are we the enemy then? Well, I mean, the whole thing with magic and the occult is everything is a two-way street, right? So people are charging the sigil and filling it with their power, but at the same time, now the sigil is going to go out and it's going to, you know, manipulate other people. Exactly what you said. So I, it seems like a righteous thing to me, but it is a God of chaos. I mean, too much of any good thing is bad. Certainly too much of chaos might be very bad. Yeah. But you could also argue that right now chaos is needed in a way, right? I mean, that like the, the the fucking structure that's running and ruining the world right now needs some something chaotic to what? to snap it out of place. I have that eight that's supposed to be a symbol for chaos tattooed on my shoulder. Really? Yeah. Huh. It's an eight, and it's supposed it's to be an it's eight a, with a plus sign on top. Where'd, why'd you do that? I don't know, because I was a kid. Huh. It said chaos underneath it in the book, and I was like, "Hey, cool! I'm pretty chaotic." <laughs> yeah. That's a sigil right there. That's been powering your life. That explains a lot, <laughs> yeah, doesn't it? <laughs> this sun means god of gods. Really? Yeah. Wow. Zeus. Hmm. So, what, what was I going to say about that? Oh, yeah, speaking of like symbolism and, uh, or not, not that, but um, manipulating. Did you see that thing? They were showing around in the office the other day with the, uh, what do you call some, the mentalist who was, and he fooled a whole crowd into writing down this, the same symbol. Did oh, you, did yeah, you see yeah. that? Just through subconscious manipulation of certain symbols, he, he shows you all these cards and then he asks people randomly to just Didn't pick it, to draw a symbol. He spelled something out. Yeah, star. star. But, but you wouldn't know that he spelled his, star. But yeah. the symbols showed those letters, and everybody in the crowd wrote down a star without knowing it. Like it's yeah, the subconscious. And even you were thinking star, weren't you? I, I did. I, yeah. I was like, yeah, that's a star. And I don't. I didn't know how I did it. I didn't know how. I just star came to my head. I had no yes. recollection of seeing anything, but star came to my head. It's like we were talking about earlier. If a magician has the knowledge to manipulate you like that think about you know a government or a corporation that has so much incentive to to pull your strings think about what they're doing behind the scenes with this technology really makes you wonder so what's the next big get coming up in 4chan like, uh, have, the eights, have the 8s ha- happened yet I think the 8s were fuck the left that was either the eights or the no eights was a bus. Eights was uh, be my artificial intelligence girlfriend. So it was just a random piece of crap post that, that ruined the eights. Well, not necessarily. But, That's that could be pretty. That could be a lot deeper than you think. Yeah, true, true. 
but we like them simple. And the next one was uh, fuck the left. So. Wow. I'll take it. <laughs> Is there like a definitive list that 4chan gets someplace? Probably. You could probably find it online. <laughs> I, you I might be, like you might be tracked down 4chan. after you find it, though. Yeah, it sounds like your thing, Darren. So, what, what are some of, what are some of the other things they're doing uh, to 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 stop the globalism? Do you know? Oh, look at this! Posting the words Benjamin, Benjamin Fishbane on 4chan gets you a fourteen day ban. I try. Yeah, I heard, I heard about that. I don't know who that is though. Benjamin Fishbane. Neither do I. How do I? How do I type here? Just how come? No, I, you're in Reddit right now. Oh, and my dude is fucking... Look at my icon is... Pepe. A Pepe Putin with a Hillary Clinton dog. What the <laughs> fuck is happening? <laughs> That's pretty funny. This is insane. <laughs> Darren, Darren's... Uh, his What do you call that? Your, my pointer, your pointer. My his mouth. pointer is a, a shirtless Pepe Putin... <laughs> leading around Hillary Doberman. Yeah, I've been on that subreddit. So I'm going to go to 4chan. Okay. Here I am. This is my first time on 4chan. So do I just go to any old board here? Should I go to a certain board? Well, Pole is the place to be for all this talk. Pole is the temple of Keck. So that's .org slash what? P-O-L. Oh, here I am. I have arrived. So where do I, where do I no. type? <laughs> what are you, you, what are you looking for there? Oh, A I list of gets? No, I want to type in uh, Benjamin Fishbane and see if I get banned. Oh, we'll just uh, go into any old thread. Who is this guy, though? I've Go into any old thread and just type it. Where and I think I... you're right. I think people have checked that. Where do I type, though? Right, right there. Right the here? Catalog. Yeah, search at the catalog there. Where's search? Uh, but you don't want to really do this because you might be creating some kind of chaos on the other side. Well, I like chaos. You go to a reply. Look for a reply in brackets. and. Oh, here we go. Okay. Then you can type something. Where's reply? Should we be on 4chan as the girl? Oh, you can't do it. It's anonymous. I forgot. So you can't even market yourself on there either. No. It's not about you. It's about the memes. The collective. Right. <clears throat> and what are some of the things you think that you'll see from, from them um, stop trying to stop the globalists? Uh, yeah, more meme magic. Um, going back. Another interesting thing about this is remember when Ebola was a was a thing a couple years ago? Yep. Well, that was really like the first instance of meme magic because 4chan, 4chan was trying to to put that ep epidemic back into the world. So they made a Ebola chan, this image of a girl, and they really it was the proto Pepe really, and they uh they they spread. Uh, this disease. Wow, that's not very good. Through intent. This is a fat Pepe. That's not very good. And then uh, 
So, so do you think that the disease manifested again then, or because it was because there wasn't really much to it? Like, if you look at all the billions they were raising, and they ended up, you know, not getting it all because it sort of faded away. Yeah, I think they really pulled back on it when they realized the the things were actually working. Right, right. It's kind of the kind of the trial run, right? Mean magic, right? Uh, But as for now and the globalists, I don't know. Uh, I haven't been paying too much attention to it now. I've been just celebrating living in this wonderful country with president-elect Trump on the way. The thing is like these, co- these countries, they have to fight their own battles. They have to roll their own digits and make, <laughs> make their own memes for this to work. We can't do it for them. Yeah. Yeah. It's what kind of meme are we going to get to take out Trudeau? Can we borrow Pepe? <laughs> it would be pretty fitting. Uh, yeah, you can probably, uh, Use Pepe for that. There's probably something going on already on that. If they're trying to get rid of the globalists, then obviously there's probably already a Trudeau meme going on there. Uh, 4chan really hates uh, Canadians. Really? Yeah. Yeah, Because you guys are too polite? They're too big shit posters. (laughs) They're what? They wrestle everybody. They upset everyone. The Canadians do? Yeah, the Canadian posters on 4chan. We really? call them a, a fucking leaf because they have that they have that flag attached to all their posts. Really? Oh yeah, look, it shows you yeah. Canada. There's a couple Canadians here. Does anybody Talking else have their flag? Just in like just like in Iraq, Canada saved America. You guys are lucky we let 1812 go and never really gave you the boot from the rightful Canadian clay. See, those <laughs> are just the worst. We're like bullies. Place. We're four chan bullies. You have good banter up there. That's you crazy. Yeah, but we're supposed to be so polite, and then we're like hated on fortune. We get disappointed. We're so polite until we get an anonymous message. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Look, true the colors fuck come out. out. <laughs> I but, fucking but, hate Doug. <laughs> do, but do other people show their flags? Oh yeah, there's everyone uh, does. Oh, yeah. everyone shows their flags. Oh, that's weird too. Then. Hmm. Are you eating? Yeah, sorry, I got cough candy a little bit. Don't eat on the show. I'm not eating. It's just the end of it. So, uh, wow, this is crazy stuff. What about um, what about your book then? So, can yeah, you well, believe anything you read on 4chan? You you can. <laughs> Should you? Probably not. Should you believe anything? Like anything? Well, obviously, because I remember Trump seeing is... screenshots from 4chan about like that's where people were saying. And I thought it said anonymous because it was anonymous when people were posting it. And it's just, fuck, it could be any asshole typing that stuff. About, yeah. like, oh, you're saying, like, like releases, this is going to be released on this day and blah, blah, oh, blah. Oh, from yeah. 4chan, yeah. yeah. And yeah. meanwhile, it's anonymous, yeah. Because yeah. I, I, yeah. I was thinking, oh, it's anonymous. You know, it's from anonymous, which is probably the fucking government anyway. Yeah. Should always uh, take every take all that with a grain of salt. So but it's even- also... It's a good place for news. They'll post links to other places and you'll stay up on current events. It's a pretty good filter. So if if you're anonymous on there, are you still a number? Like am I or is it all every post is anonymous? Like so am I showing up as the same anonymous guy? Or is every on, post unique? Like on poll, you will be you within a thread. You will have an ID for the thread. For the thread, okay, yeah. 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 And then if I'm on another 
thing like not in pull somewhere else it'll be a different me in that thread yeah yeah okay different different id or some boards don't have ids <clears throat> right right yeah my but book. Uh, my book my book um it's about all this stuff it's about the mechanics of me magic really wow. how you can use this power in your subconscious mind it's all about learning the dimensions of that barrier right that where you um something like a logo affecting you you can you can uh work work on being aware of that when someone's trying to infiltrate your subconscious mind or when you're trying to put your desires out into the universe needs to be read sounds like crazy nonsense when you hear this stuff out loud but no, not Give really. I mean, no, it's, it's, I mean, it makes, it makes sense. I mean, it's like sort of like the law of attraction and all that stuff as well, right? Like really your thoughts are energy. And when you put them out there, uh, and when you embed that energy into a symbol, then it probably magnifies it or something, I would think. Yeah, totally. All that stuff, <clears throat> law of attraction, manifestation, it's really just like the occult repackaged for yoga moms. Yeah. And these principles have been around for thousands and thousands of years. Yeah. My Keck post was three three zero. Does that is that a get? No. Oh. <laughs> I can see other people typing Benjamin Fishbane in there now. Now after you? Yeah. Good job, Darren. <laughs> you were right. <laughs> I shouldn't have done it. So, what else about your book? When did when did you start writing it? Uh, I started writing it when I was getting a lot of traffic on this blog. And I wanted to leverage it into something yeah. a little more meaningful. And how do you see this? Uh, <clears throat> you know, obviously you're you're excited about the results of uh, what's going on here. And how do you see it playing out at all? It sounds like, like I knew that it was going to be a battle. <clears throat> I knew it was going to be a battle either way. It went down, but it's still a bit surprising to me how how people are really in their bubbles. Uh, they're filter bubbles, you know, the, whether it's the left or the right or whatever. I mean, we try it, we try it, we, we were, we were trying to stay away from politics on, on here, but it's hard not to at this point. It's such a strange time. Yeah. Um, but how do you see like so far, um, with the progress that, that things are, things are happening? Do you see like him being able to actually make any changes or is he just going to fall prey to the system like any other political president would? I don't know, man. I, it's at the very tell, least, eh? even if he does, at the very least, I think the president kind of works as a mascot for the country, right? And they kind of like color the whole vibe of the of the culture. So I, I want to see what Trump does in that regard because I think he's got a real good vibe. Yeah, kind of like a. Uh... <clears throat> I want to be fair, but don't mess with me vibe kind of vibe kind of. Yeah. And just levity, you know, he has a sense of humor. He's not one of these robots like Hillary Clinton or Romney. Well, all the rest of them, all of them. Yeah. Just run down the list. Yeah. So, yeah, because that's the thing. I I don't know what, I don't know if he's going to be, you know, he has the opportunity to be the most the man who made the most positive changes in the world ever. Like he, he has that yeah. opportunity of bringing Western society and even the world out of fucking the chaos it's been in, in a way like it, 
or he has the potential just to be, you know, another fucking fall guy for the deep state, you know, for the, <clears throat> for the, uh, the powers that be really that are sort of waiting for somebody like him just so they can do whatever they want, collapse the economy and blame him or just, mm-hmm. you know, just shut him down. I mean, who knows? He, who knows if he even, if he'll even survive. I mean, there's been, uh, yeah, this it's crazy. Yeah. I just, I just don't know what uh, I don't know what to think really. And I mean, if if he is assassinated, it's a different time with the internet and everything. People are just a little more awake now. I think. Yeah. And I don't know if you can do that anymore. Yeah, yeah, you might have a point there. It's almost like a dead man switch. It's already kind of happened. And I mean, he's got the chance to do his own media as well, right? Like he. Yeah. To see, to see, it's it's great to see. Like for example, the media shit all over him for talking to uh, <clears throat> the president of Taiwan or whatever, or prime minister mm-hmm. or whatever you call it, and then he goes tweets back and says, "Well, you know, it's interesting how we sell billions of weapons to them every year, and I'm not allowed to accept a phone call from him. Like <laughs> fuck off. Like you know, yeah. basically, fuck you, media. I mean." You know, he well, can come out with his, he can come out on his own YouTube. Since when do we care what the fuck China's saying? Like honestly, since when does the U.S. historically tiptoeing around China? No, it's just anything they can find to throw against him. But he writes the headlines every day on his Twitter. That's what I love. He plays the press so well. I could almost and just picture he's... him up in his penthouse, just laughing. Does he like, do that every gonna, day? What are we gonna do today? Yeah, every day, man. He has. Uh, See what was a recent one. Let me let me pull it up here. He writes something outrageous, just outrageous enough to get the media talking about him again. Today was uh, where'd it go? I was looking at it. Trump says cancel Air Force One. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, the like, flag burning. That was a big one. Yeah, today, Out of nowhere, he, he just starts talking about flag burning again a couple days ago. And now that's the headline in the news cycle. Just random uh, how Trump doesn't support flag burning. But, you know, he really is playing 5D chess is, <laughs> is the phrase we throw around. He's, he's really playing them because talking about burning a flag. OK, yeah, you should have that right. But who's burning a flag? They're an asshole, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So the way he kind of pulls them around and gets them to expose these issues in a different way. It's really, really cool to me. I think it's really neat. Well, plus he, he might've already known that Hillary said that once. Uh, yeah. Well, and that way back. Yeah. There's always the, uh, something else to it. Yeah. That's interesting. So you can see why a group of trolls really adores Donald Trump. He's the master troll. He's definitely the master troll. I would like to see at some point him and Alec Baldwin make up and do something together, though. I like that. They've got a funny little back and forth going. I bet that will happen. You think so? I'd like, yeah, yeah, you're probably right. I'd like to see that. He's a good sport. Nothing else. Right on. So where can our listeners track you down other than the blog? I think you're, what is it? Is it Pepe Report at tw- on Twitter? Yeah, Pepe Report on Twitter. Uh, Pepe the Frog dot Faith for the blog. And you're imagining things on Amazon. Pre-order. Check it out.
Nice. Yeah, we'll do that. It sounds like an interesting book. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, and and keep in touch with us, man. And uh, if you if you do another blog or whatever, if you got the, any more of this to share that we that we're not going deep enough to find all these synchronicities, feel free to send us a note. Yeah, absolutely. I'll definitely be listening in the future to you guys. Yeah, it's been uh, send in your synchros and I'll rate them. <laughs> sure, I can be your synchro correspondent. Yeah, perfect. That's perfect. He rates him. We're just finding out that Darren's been giving higher ratings to people who donate to the show. Oh no! Yeah, he's been corrupted, just like the special interest groups. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. It's not like that. Not really. It is kind it just of sometimes. Puts me in a good mood. Uh, yeah, it's an indirect <laughs> thing. It's an indirect <laughs> thing. Yeah. It's not like you're taking twenty five million from a. A foreign government and then changing policy. Oh, so some guy it. says, oh, I sent you 20 bucks. By the way, here's my sacro. And I'm still, you know, smiling with the 20 bucks. That's how they get you. That's how they get you. That's, that's right. Yeah. That's it. No it's more okay. buying synchro. It's okay. Nothing's happening to Hillary with all that corruption. So I don't think you have to worry about a thing, Darren. She might be a reptile, though. She might be, but she probably won't be arrested. No. Hopefully. I think we all we'll have see. reptile brains, don't we? I shouldn't have said that. Really, we lost about half yeah, our you listeners right no, there. That's it. Just there. disregard more. That. Yeah. <sighs> well, thanks for coming on, buddy. Thanks for having me. It was great. Yeah, that was fun. That was a fun chat. Totally. Okay, we'll send you a link and uh, keep in touch. Definitely. Thanks, guys. Okay. Okay. Take Trump. care. Merry Christmas. Later. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Later. That was a shot with ATL cover. We might want to yeah. save that one for the new podcast. <laughs> that was good, Pepe. Hey, that's fucking crazy synchronicity. It man. is that crazy is interesting. I didn't realize that that seven seven so seven these seven, message seven, boards seven, are all about. That's it. That's I don't get it. So now I'm hooked on this get thing. As near as I can tell, you know, I was only three posts off from having a three three three. That would have been good. Why don't you just go back on there and quickly post something? I typed Keck. It was 330. Why would you just type Keck? Well, I don't know, because we were talking about Keck. Keck. Yeah. Just seeing if something crazy Keck. would happen. <laughs> oh, I knew I forgot to ask him something. What? Oh, I knew it. I was going to ask him at the beginning. There's a new meme that I'm seeing. It's like Kermit the Frog with a hood. I feel like calling him back. No, I don't. No? Can I call him back? No, I don't. No? Have you seen it? No. And he's talking to himself? Like Darth Vader? Is that what it's from? Probably. Uh, Jedi? Is he a Jedi? Yeah, maybe. Is it like Kermit the Frog as a Jedi? Could be that. So it's probably nothing to do with Pepe, but I, I didn't know if Kermit was a f- form of Pepe or not. I don't think he is. Kermit's something different. He's a puppet. A puppet from Sesame Street. I think that that's... that's is Kermit uh, from Sesame Street? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Anyways, big thanks to Aaron for coming on the show. If you haven't yeah, checked was, out Four Chat, that was a good chat. Go there and uh, talk about how great Canada is. They, they seem to like that. Um, and if you're Canadian, you're on Four Chat. Quit being a dick, making us look bad. Uh, support the show, slash support There's a bunch of different options there on how you can uh, help us out financially, help us keep the bills paid and the heat on, and all that sort of fun stuff. And uh, help us um, 
stay ad free. Yeah, regret the decision of oh, well, we have no yeah. paywalls and everything else. <laughs> For your guys' listening pleasure, uh, just uh, support us when you can, if you can. Uh, if you can't uh, support us financially, you can always send your synchros to Graham or your trip reports or whatever else at gramacrymarket.com. Um, you should also review the show wherever you can. Share the show wherever you can. Tell your friends about this motherfucker. Sign up. Here, if you can't uh, help us out financially, how about you just sign up 10 people to the show newsletter and we'll call that a Christmas present. Yeah. All right, guys. And uh, we didn't know this was going to get political tonight. Apologize to anyone who was offended. This might come out after Christmas, actually. Yeah, it probably will. Never mind. All right, guys. (laughs) Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Maybe next year. Maybe this is a show before New Year's. Maybe. society intact.